when we don't know what to do next. Have you ever been in a situation that you were essentially paralyzed, not knowing what direction to take? Maybe you were paralyzed with fear, or maybe indecision, or perhaps with worry. That seems to be a common experience for many of us. How do we take the next step? Hi, I'm David Dennis with the Kansas Communities Ministry with the Navigators, and I'm so glad you've joined us today for our sixth of six episodes with Mr. Al Ewert, Senior Leader with International Development of TUMI, the Urban Ministry Institute, headquartered in Wichita, Kansas. Today, Al shares some great wisdom from Elizabeth Elliott, missionary to the Alca Indians in Ecuador, whose husband Jim Elliott was killed while trying to make initial contact with them. Let's listen to Al share how he was going through a very difficult time and how the Lord spoke to him through the wisdom of Elizabeth Elliot. A bunch of years ago, in fact, it's uh, well over 20 years ago, I had one of those uh, days and experience that stays as clear in my mind as can be. In fact, I could, I could probably get within a few miles alongside the road where I was driving and I pulled over at this moment. Uh, give you a little background. Uh, at the time, I was supervising quite a number of cities and world impact and camps and so forth. And I was driving to one of these places uh, for a meeting I did not want to go to because it was going to involve some very complex staff discussions, uh, some changes in roles, um, even some that would discontinue. And I remember as I drove out of Wichita, I said something. I said, Lord, right now I'd write a $1,000 check, which back then that would have been bigger than 1000 today, if I could turn around and I'd just give that money away in a second if you would just handle this and I didn't have to go out there. Now, I, need, I know I need to go out there. I'm just dreading this day. That's how I feel. Well, I had the radio on, and here comes Elizabeth Elliott. And we all know the story about her and Jim. And she's teaching, and she's telling the story as though everybody would remember it. So she didn't go into the detail uh, about her husband and these others being killed in that uh, difficult time when they were all lost and uh, and so forth uh, on that little area we may have seen the movies where the where the waters around there the planes have landed and here they're killed and so she's relating that story to what happened after it and she said i had to decide am i staying or am i leaving uh and so i went to the scripture and i found nothing Affected, I couldn't, I was just numb. The only thing I could do is I came back to one phrase my mother told me over and over and over again as a child. And at that point, I pulled my car over to the side of the road. I got my pen out, my piece of paper, and she went on and on not telling that phrase. She just said, I just kept coming back to this one phrase. Do I stay? Do I leave? Well, you know I stayed. And as a result, there were many thousands that came to Christ. I made the decision to stay. But that one phrase was all I could come to at that moment. 
and I'm sitting there with my pen, what is this phrase? I don't want to miss this phrase, whatever this is. And I was just sensing something in my spirit. This is, this is a big deal. So here's a phrase. It's find the next thing to do and do it right. And you've maybe heard different versions of that. But I wrote that down, put in a little plaque. Uh, I did, by the way, get through that day, and the Lord worked. And later on, I said, I'm so thankful I was able to be there and be a part of what God was doing. I would not trade have been being the Lord's hands a little bit at that moment. But I put that saying on my wall, and then I kept giving it away, and then I'd make a new plaque and give that one away. And, and over all these decades, I can't tell you how many times to have it next to my uh, computer screen and at these moments saying, find the next thing to do and do it right. And really, in some ways, well, we all know Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. We all go to that very quickly. And that's really what that is saying. Mm. If I can live the rest of my life just fine. Uh, he, uh, in Isaiah 30, 15, it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, you'll hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And the Lord has his way of nudging us along. Unless we're living in crazy sin land. But if our, if our hearts are right before the Lord, we certainly can trust, can't we? To say, mm -hmm. find this next decision. And it's not that we hear audible voices. Sometimes we hear very clear instruction or somebody we might be talking to say, I really think you ought to do this. There can be a, a word from the Lord like that. But quite often, it is through prayer, discernment, we're sitting there and we're saying, this seems to be the right decision, Lord. This seems right. And I can live that way today. I can live that way for this next 15 minutes. And if I do that, I think I can for the next hour. And then I might for the whole day. And at the end of the day, I might have uh, missed a few things. And I need to say, Lord, uh, I commit that to you. And uh, but let's let's start all over again. So find the next thing to do and do it right. That great word from Elizabeth Elliot. Find the next thing to do and do it right. Boy, what great words from Elizabeth Elliot, who certainly went through difficult times. Isaiah 30 verse 21 says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it whenever you turn to the right hand or whenever you turn to the left. Before we hear Mr. Al Ewert close in prayer, I wanted to invite you to join us for our next series with a friend of mine whom I will call Bob. He has a very interesting life story that I know you'll appreciate. Join me next time for the beginning of this series. In the meantime, I wanted to leave you with this closing prayer by Mr. Al Ewert. Lord Jesus, we come before you. We're just so thankful uh, for the place we are in relationship with you. This started with you, not with us. Uh, we thank you that we were known from before the creation of this world, but it's Christ who came here, who died on the cross, forgave us, and placed us where we are today. And Lord, uh, it'd be my prayer that for all of us that 
or listening together or however this, this works, that our first love would be for you and to lift your name up, that you'd stir our hearts, that we'd be filled with the Holy Spirit, that we'd be empowered by you, Lord, to live for you, for your purposes. And then that uh, for these that are gathered, Lord, that you'd raise up men and women that would love you, that would serve you, that would serve the lost, that would bring others to you, uh, that would demonstrate the love of Christ. And then out of that, that there'd be many that would be discipled, that be raised up, that would become leaders, that would multiply, that would invest in others, uh, always lifting high the name of Christ. We live in such a broken world uh, where people are suspicious, uh, where they live isolated, where relationships are broken. Help us to be the ones, Lord, that would uh, draw many to experience your love, experience freedom in Christ, and then experience the wonderful blessing of knowing others and being loved by others. And so, Lord, we pray this in the strong name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. The views expressed on this podcast are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the views of the navigators, nor of the Kansas Communities Ministry. Thank you for listening.